Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo Yuppie-shmuppie. I'm ready. Uh, I can't believe hey. you just made me ride in your mini. I get so nauseous. We rode three blocks. Yeah. And we only rode three blocks in my car because we're crunched for time. I needed a coffee. Why does mini make cars that are so nauseating? Jesus. Because they're beautiful on the outside. They're not nauseating. Yeah, they, they trigger motion sickness. No, it's a scientific don't. fact. <laughs> The new General Motors report. That's, the new consumer okay. report. <laughs> I was that. Say, it's not made by General it's Motors. Number it's, one in nausea. No, it's not. It's not. It's, the, a, it's the leather it's a, or something. The leather. Okay. It, I I think I think you got your your whole mind. Ever since this breakup, your whole mind's been all messy. You know that. <laughs> uh, how is that going? How, how is that good. Going? Still good? broken up. Still broken up. Yep. Good. Still good. good friends. Good to check in. Good um, to check in. The other night I was. I was being a little bit like uh, I was pushing my boundaries a little bit. Just okay. it, I was in a silly, goofy mood and we were like laying we're not laying, but we, I, I, we were both on the couch watching TV and I was feeling cheeky and I was like I was taking my foot and almost like like foot kissing Jack. Like uh. I was like putting it on his arm and being like like with my foot. Yeah. And he's just like, OK, like maybe we don't do that. You know, like yeah. and then, then <laughs> but I was like I was pushing my boundary. I mean, I would foot kiss anyone, mm. but maybe not. I think it makes him sad a little bit. Oh. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, he did. He did not want to be foot kissed, which I totally understand. <laughs> my foot, my choice. His foot arm, his choice. Jesus. But you know, sometimes I like to be t- touchy feely, and yeah. I realize I can't do that as much because, like, I I like to just like bop people on the heads, or you know, like mm-hmm. I like to. I don't know. It's like a sand crab in the beach. I just want to grab it. You know, I want to do something different this time. Ooh, let's do it. Let's just do a bug bite right now. <gasps> Fuck yes. I just, you know, you started going on this, this things of, of shit you don't like. Uh-huh. And I'm uh-huh. just like, you know what? There's something I don't like. Ooh. Let's do a bug let's bite. Let's do it. Yuck. Bug bites. Okay. Yeah. You first. Okay, me first. Yeah, you first. So uh, this episode is going to be about me going to New York. Love it. I did go to New York City. I spent uh, about a week with some friends. And uh, while I was there, I went and saw Little Shop of Horrors. Ooh, you love Broadway, it. That was Broadway. your first CD or album or whatever. First tape. Yeah, first bought. tape. <laughs> Taking it way back. <laughs> uh, this is what I hate. I'm in the theater. And the play, the musical, the story is the original story of Little Shop of Horrors. It's a little different than the movie, okay? Uh-huh. But there was a couple in front of me. And as the first time in the in the in the musical where it was different than the movie, they kept turning and looking at each other for a response. Like, what is this? Like, oh, I hate looking. that. And I realized I hate when people are looking at me during a movie, <laughs> a TV show, oh. a play for my response to whatever it's is like happening. Like a comedy show or something. Right, right, right. I like, am like, so guilty of are, that. Are you laughing? Are you laughing at this? Can you believe this? Like they need the connectivity of like, is you're feeling this way too? And I'm like, please don't look at me. Please don't look at me really? for any fucking I'm, response. I'm guilty of that. Like every single thing in a movie, I will look to 
who I have a look. I have like, a looker. Are they laughing too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like a share. I wonder why I, why people do that. It fucking annoys the shit out of me when people do it. So if you and Britt watch a movie and there's something funny, you guys don't look, look at, at each other? No, really? We just, we just honestly laugh at it. And then that's it. Like, I, we don't look at each other like, right, that was funny. It's like, we, I heard you laughing. See, I, do that. I think in a theater, I have more like focal blinders on where I'm looking mm-hmm. straight ahead at a theater. That's what's great about a dark room. Yeah. But yeah. at home, I'm like a hammerhead shark where one of my eyes is facing the person. No way. I can't fucking do it. I hate it so much. So much. Wow. Would you ever tell the person if you're watching? Like, if we watched a movie, would you be like, okay, like, I've had don't people, look at me? Yeah, I've had people look at me like ex-girlfriends and I just like hey but don't don't do that don't do that like, really yeah we're good we're good I'd rather sit behind them you know yeah you know it's what like, about someone I mean you know I'm a talker I'm a during movie fucking talker. Hate talkers movie talkers are the worst I'm that way unless the movie is for talking like we recently watched uh that dumbass movie cocaine bear oh I want to watch it if I have watched the movie with a group and we were all just talking to me, it's like, I, what am I expecting? A, a deep drama yeah, from yeah, Cocaine yeah. Bear? <laughs> so it's like, I think we can talk during this film. Or like an old monster movie or a slasher film or something like that. It's okay. To me, I'm okay. I don't have this hard rule. This, but if it's a movie that I want to see, that I'm actually excited to go see, I don't want to talk during it. I don't want to hear people commenting. It's like... It's not pop-up video, okay? Do, do people See, yeah. remember that? Oh, with VH1, that? like, yeah. Melissa Etheridge currently was serving ice cream. Her- yeah, that was the best. <laughs> that was honestly, like, uh, that fit our brains before even, like, yeah. instant messenger it, it or anything. It was social yeah. media. It was instant messenger. It was all the things, like, bloop. Like, Michael Stipe couldn't wait to get out of Georgia or like, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Total- I missed that. I-, I-, I feel like that was the the best time of, like, yeah, that would be like almost interactive, but in the but way we really the, needed it. It was the beginning of the end, right? Because then yeah. it felt like we all needed like extra information or comments on everything. Yes. So it's like you did see an REM video and then you have to hear like a thousand <laughs> things like, did you know that Michael Stipe enjoys oranges? Yeah. It's like, who cares? You know? Oh my God. Also, this is a very side t- wow, tangent. We just, we just brought up Michael Stipe twice. Michael Stipe, there's, I need to show you, but there's a picture of him that I thought my libido was like, you know, kind of stagnant. And then I saw this picture of Michael Stipe, which is not my usual type my michael type but he's like laying what, in the grass alien? yeah kind of like i don't really tend to like Let like see the photo oh my god i Let saw this and i was photo. like this is so sexy he's laying in the sun and i immediately was like oh my god i want to like pour syrup all over him and lick it off uh, you really have uh, a, a, an interesting taste I saw it. I'm like that. He is so sexy. It's it's Michael Stipe laying. It's on his Instagram if you want to see it. But he's laying in the sun, and there's something so unbelievably sexy about him that I rarely see like yeah. photos of men and get like a carnal response. <laughs> Here, this is more what I. That's my. It's a picture of like an elephant butt or something or some some weird badger. Um, oh anyway, my god! Anyway, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, sorry. So so that was VH1. My, talk about a pop up. I, I don't like people looking at me during VH1's uh, pop up video. So what about you? What do you hate? Okay, a lot of things. I'm going to continue with the theme where last week, and if you haven't listened, you have to go back because last week we talked about my breakup. What if we did the pop up story this time? It's like Bloo! Marilyn Jack tried to previously make it work, <laughs> like 2002. Like it was stupid. <laughs> and so anyway, um, so. We tried to make, or no, no we, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, now you're just like, yeah, yeah, now I'm in pop up world. Own... No, so one of the themes of our breakup was that uh, Jack wants to have a child. So I'm going to stick right. with, with child bearing and, and that kind of theme. And one of the things I hate the most, which is so mad and sad, but I hate, hate, hate when men post about it about having a baby. And at the end, they say, like, mama is okay or mama is doing well. And I feel like, 
it's just become this thing that men feel like they have to say like and it's always mama yeah like why don't you just say like my partner you know beatrice is doing great or whatever her name is or and it's oh, also mom is doing great instead of saying like sarah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I and see. also like, like being people calling mom yeah and like and it's always a picture in the background of their wife like bleeding out to death or something and it's like she's yeah. doing great and it's like <laughs> yeah, she's exhausted no her life like, is over like like pouring out of her bed yeah it's yeah. it's become like this custom thing it was hard for me as a kid to hear other families go like the dad would go mom uh where are we going oh no, yeah with the kids i'm like you call her mom it feels like that takes all the sexuality out of your relationship my mom still calls my dad like daddy's going daddy. to meet us here at daddy yeah. and that's what sometimes she would even call him uncle kenny and then Jack yeah. is like, so let me get this right. Like your mom is referring to your dad as Uncle Kenny. And then <laughs> that he goes, like wonder why he didn't want yeah, to marry this. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, no. I, but I think there's something about men like alerting. It's a nice thing. I understand they're trying to like. Obviously, the woman's not sure. texting everyone as the baby's coming out. Right. But it's like the mama is doing fine. Just great on my motherfucking nerves. And if I had a baby and someone texted like mama is doing fine, I would divorce them like as the child was <laughs> crowning out of me. I would, <laughs> I would be so. I would rip the baby out and be like, we're done. <laughs> I'm so angry. I would toss my placenta Mom. on the floor. Yeah. And it's always like, Mama is doing great. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> Ew, I say. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> There's other ways to say, like, we're over the moon about our new baby. Yeah. Like, but yeah, we would know if she's dead. We would know. Like, only tell us if she dies. Okay. <laughs> I would assume otherwise. I, I, listen, I'm not going to deny you of this. I also think it's very finite. This, this if you is have a, a baby very, and say like mom is a very touchy thing. I say think. okay, say you and Britt had a baby. Okay. She just birthed it. Everyone's relaxing. Yeah. You make the announcement. It's forty-two pounds, four ounces, Jesus. whatever. You know, whatever the steak. Uh, also, her would be. mother is ruined now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mommy's. <laughs> mommy's. <laughs> mommy's has apart. no legs. W- would you write out if you had to tomorrow make a a birth announcement? Would you end it with "Mama's doing fine"? Well, I wouldn't. But right. I would probably say we're all fine. Everybody is fine. Everyone's healthy and good. We're good to go. We are. Why do they we are. need to know? You text that to your immediate family. Why Why on okay. Facebook do people need to know like four why, days why after? Do, why do people on Facebook even, even need to know that you had a baby, to be honest? Like why do we tell yeah. anybody anything outside of our very, very inner circle? Were we bragging or sharing? Which one? Which one do you think? <laughs> like why? So, um, it's, so it's, like, a, it's our version of like the town crier where you're like, you know, you're putting yeah, in an yeah. announcement. When I was a kid, something happened to me. Nobody fucking found out. Nobody found out. Right. Unless it was the worst thing on the planet. You know, it's like, oh, Bo used another racial slur or something like that. It's like, well, now everybody knows. You know? Yeah. Well, actually, in my town, no one would know. <laughs> no one would recognize anything. And it's it's this weird because I I love men and I don't think it's I don't I do really 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 love men. But why does that annoy me on like a man version of like men being like, do you think mom is doing fine? It, it, like sort of like makes him effeminate or something effeminate? Um, no. No, not that. Okay. And, and and of course, like I don't mind if someone's speaking on my behalf, but it's huh. more like a man thing. I don't know why. I think to okay. really. Why do you guys think I hate that so much? It's just yeah, annoying and irritating. Right, and especially if you're a mom or a husband who just had a baby. Yeah, mom is, is doing fine. Do? Mom's doing fine. Explain it to me. I'm sure there's some guys that, like, honestly, all my wonderful dad friends, I am sure, have done a mom is doing fine because that is, like, a beautiful <laughs> man thing to do. But when I read it, as a woman, I just, like, roll my eyes and I'm right. like, let her fucking speak. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I think that's what it is. You don't want to be spoken for. Is yeah. that what it is, you think? 
I'm not speaking for you. If someone said like <laughs> Meryl's doing fine, mm. I'm like, you're not my PR team. Jesus. Okay. Well, listen. <sighs> Luckily, they won't be texting. Let's go back to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I want to uh, hear all about your New York trip. Yeah. So I went out to New York to visit my friends Diego and Velvet. D- uh, Diego, I used to work with way back in the day. Uh, is an artist. He works for a, a really cool toy company, and Velvet is. Her name is Velvet. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, that's and cool. She, uh, I think she works for Afterpay, you know, as a salesperson or something like that, right? Anyway, I don't know. Why they I'm seem like you. a really fun couple. I follow cool. at least one of them on Instagram, yeah. and yeah, totally cool. Um, and he lives in Hell's Kitchen. They live in Hell's Kitchen, Whew. like like three blocks away from Times Square, or something like that. Three or four blocks. Uh, so right in the center of it all. Kinda. Right now, listen. I don't love Times Square. It's like the, right too touristy it's, and the, stuff. The, yeah, touristy and garbagey. But but it is nice to be so close to the center where you can hop on a train two blocks away and be anywhere in like ten to fifteen minutes. Right, and you can walk like I've yeah. walked to this train station. Yeah, yeah. And Hell's Kitchen seems like it has so many good food options. It does. It does. Yeah, and there's a lot of great bars. I mean, New York is just amazing. I, it I'm is. Sure, you know, you've been there. Yep. Yep. Um, but I wanted to tell you a couple things that yes. I yes. First thing I always do in New York whenever I get off the train. Uh, from the airport or from Jersey or whatever, is I find a hot dog cart and I get a hot dog. Nathan's or where or just any? Yeah, no, no, just, just off a cart on the street. Yeah, yeah, Sabats or okay. Or I, think it's, I think that's what it's. Called. I think so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just grab a dog and I go hot dog. I'm in the city. Fuck you. And now, I what do you it. put on it? Honestly, just mustard. No, that is psychotic. Personally, personally just mustard. But like, that's the most serial killer thing I've ever heard. You know, you do you, you do you. Um, that's weird but i grab a hot dog and uh and that's what i did and so the first day i got there the weather was awesome i really like the city and the weather was great and you just feel it in the air when it's like sunny and nice out it's like yeah 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 so many different i mean on one street you see like 30 different cultures just run around speaking different languages and i'm just like yes this is where it's at um but uh Got to the place. We went out, went to a cool bar. And this is what I love. You know, in San Diego, we don't really have this thing. Daytime, coffee shop. Nighttime, speakeasy. Oh, I love that. And both were great. It's just like, why can't we just pull this off a little bit better? Or if they try try to do it here, then it's like a submarine theme or like, it's just weird. Remember they tried to do like the Cold War themed speakeasy (laughs) for like $75 a person (laughs) Get in this train car to Auschwitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an Auschwitz oh speakeasy. It's like, Mama's like, doing fine. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mama's doing fine. Um, and the fact that you can just walk, you can walk like 30 minutes and be at that place and yeah. you, can, you can walk home and yeah, it's just yeah, cool. Yeah, I do, I do, you know, any city that has public transportation like that. You yeah. Know, Tokyo is the same way. You just jump on a train, boop, 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 you're there. Uh, the one thing I don't like about New York is the... The imminent uh, danger that is always on every corner, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just feel like everyone said, like, oh, be careful. You're in Hell's Kitchen. It's getting really oh, shitty right now. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. People are, like, getting drugged, and they're getting uh, mugged, and they're getting, you know, beat up. And, right. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Eh, there's fucking everywhere you go, there's going to be a problem someplace except for Tokyo. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I told you I went to Little Shop of Horrors to see the play, right, or the mm-hmm. musical. And it was awesome. I just went by myself. I grabbed the ticket and went, and and it was so great. Um, the puppetry, the acting, the musical—it was just awesome. It was great to see. I highly recommend you go see it. And it was like, uh, was it like a Broadway matinee or was it just? Yeah, a, it was a, oh, it yeah. Was a matinee. Okay. Yep. Uh, 
And so, and shout out to my boy Clarion. He was like, dude, you gotta go see it. He like really urged me to go see it. And I would have, but I think him going like, you're gonna love this. You should go see it. If you don't, fuck you, kind of thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going. Well, I leave. Two o'clock matinee show, right? My friends are just gonna stay at the apartment. They lived literally one block. It was one block away from the, the theater. So walk to the show, go inside, grab my seat, turn off my phone. Hour goes by, there's an intermission, turn my phone back on, go out, use the restroom. And I write to my friends, hey, I'm gonna be done in about another hour. Uh, if you guys want, be ready. I'll swing by and we'll just go out and do some stuff. And I said, well, currently we're on lockdown. I'm like, what? Yeah, there was a an attempted murder right outside of our apartment and there were shots fired and there's broken glass everywhere <gasps> and they roped it all off. You know, they like taped it all off. There are detectives everywhere. We can't leave our apartment. Oh my and God. I'm like, what the fuck? Looks like broad daylight, 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Somebody's on the street with a gun just pew, pew, shooting. Oh my at, God. Uh, that could have been you like if you left an hour later or something. Or, yeah, it, I mean, I guess. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. Like. We're block. I'm like a block then what away. What do you do? Yeah. So I'm like, all right. He's like, they're like, you might not be able to come home. And I was like, okay. And so, you know, watch the rest of the show. Yeah, thinking like, okay. Yeah. And then got done, uh, left, and went over. And it was like, it was crazy. It was like a Law and Order like episode. There were all these trench coated detectives, <gasps> and like they got their badges out, and they're like, yeah, we go. We called Sal. Sal's on his way down. He's gonna do a little bit of this. And so I was like, what the fuck? It was crazy. It was crazy. And did they catch the person? Do you know or like not when I was there? Oh my god! Yeah, it was literally somebody fired right outside of their door, and shot directly across the street and blew out the windows of a minivan, shooting at somebody. What? And the I guess fuck? everyone was just like running like crazy. So it's like, what is happening? That is really really scary. Yeah, it was wild. So then, did, were you able to go back in? I did. I was uh. able to go back in, and then you know, just we just went about our business. <laughs> It can it can turn that way so quick because when I was yeah. just there, um, I mean that not as scary, but like uh, my friend's apartment, they were drilling or something was happening, and the gas line went out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you guys aren't going to have heat for three days, and it's going to be, uh, <laughs> it was six degrees, and and not only yeah. like no heat, but then like no hot water too, and mm. then I feel like New York can get like that where you're like seeing a play one minute, and then the next you're denied of like any right. human rights or whatever, right, and so yeah, right. human privileges. Um, Holy schmidt. It was kind of wild. That's we did go scary. to a couple of great bars that I, I love. Uh, McSorley's. That's a bar in oh, New yeah, York. It's the that. oldest bar in New York. And it's such a cool place. They only serve beer. And it's you either get light beer or dark beer. And Just not, two choices. That's yeah, it. it's not branded by any name. It's not like, oh, that's cool. it's not like Bud Light and like Guinness. It's yeah. just like dark or light beer. And they come in these little bitty mugs, these little glass mugs. And if you order one, you get two. And, and, it, and there's like old wood flooring and cool. all this history on the wall. So if you're in New York, go, go check out McSorley's. Uh, the other place I really love there is um, called Please Don't Tell. And it's, oh, it's, a, really, it's a pretty famous yeah. like, speakeasy. You go into uh, a hot dog stand, right? Like a hot dog place that just looks shitty with shitty booze and whatever. But there's like a, an old telephone booth in there. And you walk inside the telephone booth, pick up the phone, and someone's on the other end. And... They ask you, like, do you have reservations or how many? And then you tell them. And then the other side of the phone booth opens into this speakeasy. And you walk in and it's like this high-end cocktail experience. That's cool. I love that. And so I took my friends there. They hadn't been. I was like, yeah, this is a really cool place. You know, let's go. And so uh, 
if I can recommend anything, it's just like, don't tell anybody what it is and just walk in. Right. Get your reservations, walk in at the time you need to walk in and don't tell the people you're going with and surprise them by walking through a telephone booth. You know, it's pretty cool. Oh it's my pretty cool. So had great drinks there, but you know, everything is very expensive. Yeah. Like the cocktails are like $22. Yes. Yeah. Everywhere we went. I was joking. I'm like, no matter if we go to Chipotle or a high end bar, everything with every bill I got was $180. <laughs> no matter yeah. what. It's like, what the fuck? So uh, the late night scene is really cool, though. I went to a place called Veronica, like a cool restaurant there. And as you walk up, it's like everyone looks like Naomi Campbell. and They're just like so skinny. And and I'm like, how are you guys at all these cool places eating and drinking so late at night every night without like being so leggy? And I was telling my uh, my friends, I'm like, it's kind of insane that like. I fall in love every 30 seconds in New York yeah, with it's, something. It's the most, Whether like, like I love that or, outfit or yeah, I, that yeah. person's gorgeous or look at that cool building. It's like I'm just constantly falling in love. Yeah. they have it, New Yorkers have way better taste, like inner taste than I think LA or, or even yeah. other bigger cities. Um, cool. I wanted to I wanted to share something with you uh, because one of the nights we went out, I wanted to go to a, uh, a jazz bar, right? Mm-hmm. That was on my list of things to do. And I also wanted to go to a comedy show. And so we went to the Comedy Cellar, very famous club, and saw an amazing lineup, including Andrew Schultz, who's mm-hmm. awesome. And I was just looking at the the lineups for the next couple nights, and I was like, just heavy hitters. Oh, big yeah. bangers. Like, people that you're like, how you're going to see these four amazing people on one show. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is going on? We got great seats. We got really lucky. It was it was just such a great experience to go to the comedy cellar. The other thing is I wanted to go to a jazz bar, but every jazz bar, it's having a real resurgence because every single one you had to have reservations. It was packed, sold out every single night. I couldn't get anything. And so it's was like, I didn't really get to see that, but they were like, we know this one place close to our apartment and they have a piano. They usually have live music. I was like, okay, great. So we go and it's like this, it's, I think it's called Freaky Tiki or something. It's a tiki bar, but it's like modern tiki. So it doesn't, it doesn't look like a tiki bar. It looks like a like a nice bar that just happens to have like, you know, palm fronds wallpaper. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. But there was a piano and they were uh, they were taking requests. So it was like, hey, tell us whatever song you want. We're going to sing it for you there. And I was like, oh, man, okay, what are we going to have them sing? And, and as there's little pieces of paper and stuff, obviously you got to tip them and shit like that. But we had a couple drinks, and I was like, everyone was requesting, like, Neil Diamond. Oh, God, yeah. Billy Joel's Piano Man, Elton John, Queen. And I'm just like, boy, these are so boring. And so I decided I'm going to request the most obscure song I can think of that would be funny in a setting like this, right? And so I'm going to play it for you now. Okay. Okay. And I just want you to know that this brought me the greatest joy of my trip. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that's a great one. Nine Inch Nails. I want you to hear the chorus. I love that they already know. Wow, good for them. I know, right? And I was like, this is, I was just laughing the entire time. Oh my gosh. Did they have the lyrics somewhere? Yeah, they all had iPads. It was like two guys, right? That's a great rearrangement though. I feel like they should like put that out somewhere. That's really cool. I feel like they should make that like a TikTok sound Well, you know, I saw the guy and if you looked at him, he had sunglasses, a bowling shirt, 
and a backwards hat that had Jägermeister on it. Oh, and I God. was like, I was like, oh, this guy knows the song. He's going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a classic. You well, know, I just feel like if you're going to go to a piano bar and have somebody sing a song, yeah. don't just do a standard that you could just play and, and get the same old thing. Totally. Try well, to switch it up. This is beyond side tangent, but also I feel like Trent Reznor is such, because uh, he does like, you know, how he did the remix of like Johnny Cash's Hurt. It, like yeah. Trent makes songs that you see how good they are when they're done in other fashions, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's my. Trent Reznor is he, amazing. He's he, amazing. You know, he did all the music for. Um, now he does a lot of scores for movies. Yeah, yeah. And he did the music for uh, that movie Soul, that Pixar movie Soul. Oh and yeah. The music is so interesting. It's so him and I think it's this guy named Atticus something. Oh, anyway. Yeah, um, I don't know, but yeah, a lot of their stuff is almost. It's sad that they got kind of just pigeonholed as just like dark industrial because some of his stuff is almost like poppy and it's really good. So yeah, that's. My, but anyway, uh, that's so cool. I know. I. I uh, I remember I took a video and that's what you were listening to, but like I was kind of looking around the room and there were so many people who were kind of confused by like, <laughs> like what is this? And afterwards I went up and I just said, dude, that was amazing. Thank you so much. And he goes, Oh, thank you for picking that. It's about time we had something different. And it was like, Oh, that's awesome. See, that's awesome. that was my, that was my favorite. I think that was my favorite moment in New York. How, funny and yeah, awkward it yeah. was and and then my friends were laughing hard and we just had a really great night there but it was a lot of uh, a lot of eating um, you know unfortunately i felt like bloated 24 hours a day because there's so much dough and so much food like street food and, and and it was all good it was all good did you get pizza yeah where uh i don't remember the name of the place but it was close to their joint and it was good it was good did you get dim sum no <gasps> i didn't get it this time didn't get it this time. We did get street burgers that were fucking amazing. We got hot dogs. We got uh, you know pizzas and uh, you know all this stuff. We got a little Chinese, but oh, no. yeah, I love it. What about bagels? You know, I didn't. Oh, I did have a bagel. Fuck, a bagel and cream cheese from the local deli. And they put on so much cream cheese. Oh, it's I love too it. much. I had to like scoop it off. Like it's too. Yeah, much. it is too much. It's like it. Yeah, yeah. Was like there a, anyone at the comedy cellar that was? That seemed like uh like middle level comic or was everyone like a like touring comedian professional? No, no, I think there were some locals, but like a lot of people were like, um, I can give you a list of them, but like I didn't know a lot of them, but they were all this is what kind of shocked me. It 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 wasn't nobody was on that show because they knew somebody. They were on that show because they were fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Even if they knew somebody, they were good. The talent there, the level of the comedians there was so high. Yeah. That every single person hit it out of the park so differently. And everyone was laughing. It That's just felt cool. like the room was like electric. They keep it really professional. I think a lot of times I go to a comedy show here and even sometimes my own show, it's like you know, you're, you're trying to get uh, a lineup yeah. that works well together, but sometimes people aren't hitting. They're just, yeah. they're not, you know, or a lot of times what happens on these local shows, I, in, unfortunately, in my opinion, it's like everyone's just like back scratching. So it's like, hey, I'll be on your show if you be on my, you know, or you can be on my show if you, I can be on your show kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you get this show that's kind of like everyone's sort of kind of not very good. Right. And you're like, oh, comedy is struggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you have one guy that's funny and it's the headliner who's getting paid a bunch or whatever. And maybe they're not even great. And so I would rather watch a show where it's like, holy fuck, what just happened to me? Right, where everyone's vetted yeah. to the point where yeah, it seems yeah, a comedy seller yeah. really does have that. They they can do it. They're the number one. I mean, one of the number ones in one of the number ones <laughs> in, in the world. Like they're 
that is the place to be. And it's funny so. how, because I, I just, I didn't go in it yet, but I just walked by it when I was there. And it's funny because you see these clips of like Aziz Ansari there. Yeah. And it is, it's just like you walk down. It's like yeah. this little steep kind of. Yeah, it's like six steps. You're inside and boom. Yeah. That's, that's it. You're right there. And all these places are stuff that you hear about. And yeah. it's like, yeah. whoa, this is crazy. Like see it in real life. There were so many people waiting in line to get into this place. Like there were so many people in the, on the waiting list and on the, you know, it was kind of crazy. Do you think your friends that live there take advantage of that? Like, are they out late, late at night or are they just kind of living a normal life? Oh, uh, I like... think that because they have, you know, normal jobs, yeah. I think they do go out, but I don't think like if I lived there, no matter what, I would still, I think I'd be living like a teenager. Like I'd be out till like four in the morning. Yeah, I think I would too. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just would because I could have done it this time. I, I was like. The only reason I didn't do it because I was just like hanging out with my friends. I went out there to hang out with them too, you know. And, or and we think, did go out late a lot of times. Yeah. Or would yeah. that peter off after four months and yeah, you're like, maybe. okay, I've seen every show on Broadway right now. I look I'm... 15 years older. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. One thing. Yeah. Like one night we got reservations, right? Um, and to the the please don't tell place, and the the soonest we could get it is at 1 a.m. That was when our reservation. Oh was. my god! So we had to like that's kind of cool. push like so our cool. day to you know get there. And you start and, getting ready at like eleven yeah, at night. We took a train. We took a train down there. And we're like killing time to get in there at one a.m. And then we get and we got home at like three or four. So uh, that's I, cool. I, I love that about the city. I yeah. love that. Um, here's some things I don't love about the city. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Rats. Oh yeah, there are a lot of fucking rats. Yeah, there really are. There really are. And every time I'd walk by a a, a fucking trash can, you just hear rumbling. You're like, you, you know, I don't love and that. And they squeak. Like uh, mm, the last mm. time I could hear them squeaking outside my apartment. Yeah, and then uh, I had this really crazy thing happen. I wanted to actually ask you. Um, I kind of already know the answer, but I took a we took a ride one night when it was really late. We took a, a an Uber ride. And we got in the Uber and the guy was talking. I said, oh, you know, I'm always very talkative, especially after I have a couple drinks. And so I'm like, oh, so where are you from? Kind of thing, you know. And then he's like, oh, I'm from Iran. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So how long you lived here? You know, blah, blah, blah. We just get in the conversation. I'm like, are you married? You, have, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm married. She still lives over there. I'm kind of like, you know, sending her money and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What's her name? He's like, I can't tell you. I was like, oh, OK. He's, it's against their religion oh, to divulge to, like to divulge personal information about their wives and and i was like okay he's like but i'm very traditional you know i was like oh okay no problem oh god listen i'm in new york so i'm just like i'm just talking have a good time and this kind of thing and little by little he starts to i think he starts to like open up but then i'm realizing like oh boy i don't know if i want you to open up yeah he's like i'm traditional like i'm like oh what does that what does that even mean and, and he goes well you know, and then I almost feel like he's starting to brag. He goes, well, like my wife, like nobody, you know, nobody can see her and or touch her. Uh, like one time I had to punch a guy and I was just like, oh, OK, what do you mean? And you know, I'm just like kind of ignorantly asking questions, but wanting to know. Right. right? Wanting to know because I don't know. Yeah. What does it mean? She, yeah. Because yeah, she only showed like, her ankles oh, or what's her yeah. dress got caught on something. And then a gentleman like leaned down oh, to like, no. like, like help her get her dress unstuck from this whatever corner or a door or whatever and he's like i had to punch him i had to it was just like that's what i have to do i'm like oh you had to like like he was just helping he's like i know but like it doesn't matter our he's like everything you know about us is true and i was like 
okay, who are Yikes. you? Like, what is going on here? That's scary. Because I, I, I didn't get into this this cab ride for like, <laughs> yeah, to like, like, I'd like to be racist right now. I'd right. like to be totally against your culture. And he's just starting to like, yeah, we're bad. Like, everything you know about us, you should be afraid. And I was like, okay. Oh, my freaking God. Oh, imagine if you're like a woman driving or being alone with him, too. Right. I wonder if he would even pick, pick her up. up I don't know. Yeah, that's scary. But I'm like, why are you here? Like, what are you doing in, in New York if 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 you're going to be this way? Yeah. Like, if you're going to act that like that, you know? Um, that poor woman. Well, it, it sucked, too, because, like, you know, I, I kind of just sort of like, oh, really? Okay. And just keeping the conversation going, but not being his friend. Right? I'm not trying to be like, oh, that's cool. You punch that guy. I'm like, oh, wow. That's that's interesting or something like that but then i try to like get the conversation going someplace else just like get me home let me stop talking to you yeah but like i'm gonna keep talking to you until we get there sort of thing you know? right keeping it casual right, right right just asking questions just trying to keep it light but then we got back and like oh man <laughs> my friend's girl was pissed she was pissed she's like you really were egging him on i'm like i wasn't egging him on i was just asking questions i don't know i'm actually really ignorant on the culture there you know I don't know it very well. And so I feel like she, she like gets beheaded for like doing a TikTok dance geez. or something. You know, that happens. People are like, I know. Yeah, I know. And, and so I'm just like, I, I guess I wanted to pose the question to you. Like, oh God. if you were in that situation. Yeah. Would you tell him what's what? No. Or nope. would you uh, be mad if I was asking questions and kind mm -mm. of wondering? No. Um, you would think I'd mouth off. But no, I that is that would be not be the, like the safe place right, to. Right. And I'd rather just not. I would probably just do what you were doing and like just ask for Chinese food recommendations and right. then nicely, you know, then get out nicely and like think right. my own thoughts about right. it. The, and then like you could join some type of movement to change things. Yeah. But in an Uber when you're trapped right. with someone is not the place. At 3.30 like, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. This guy was super gross too because like uh, then he at the, at the very end, it's almost like he was like getting off on it a little bit and he goes, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm in po into polygamy too, and I'm like, oh, that's great, you know. And he's like, I'm like, oh, you have a like a bunch of wives, or and he's like, well, I only have one wife, but I tell her that I have other wives. I'm like, what? Oh like, my god! Like this is so toxic. This yeah. is so gross. It's like, and so I wasn't sitting there going like, cool, two wives, you know. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I had to like talk my friend's girl down from the ledge a little bit like i wasn't trying to make him feel good i was just trying no, to get yeah. out of that i think there's a time and a place like if yeah. if I, I i was just somewhere where someone was uh talking bad about jewish people and i just said i, I like kind of rolled my eyes and i said a little bit of something but i'm it wasn't like the location for me to stand up and like throw something at right. him and if anything i'm like okay that is data i now know you thank like, you so much the holocaust museum i don't think this yeah. is the time or the place but, yeah exactly yeah but like so yeah, stuff like that. I feel like wouldn't and and it's like you're not gonna change him in six minutes, right. and it runs so deep. I'm that not ignorant. I know enough that uh, you know, you, you don't say certain things, right? Right, and also, people have a lot of gnarly beliefs that are wrong. I'm not ignorant to that, but I am still surprised when people say things. I'm like, wait, yeah, it's what? weird. Like when somebody says something negative about a Jewish person, I'm just like, where are you getting your information? Yeah, like what. So you're saying, okay, they run the world and blah, blah, blah. It's like, where, where do you, what, huh? Could you imagine now, like, uh, like having a subset of people that you just automatically hate? Like, I, it, that's weird to I me. I don't understand. I know, I, I do know. not understand. Like, if someone's like, I don't like Asians or something, that's, right. like, so weird. I, you're not living life correctly in 2020. That's why my, my jaw drops every time I see, like, one of these videos where, like, somebody's being 
beating up an old Asian guy because he's just, what, Asian? Yeah, that's very What weird. is wrong with you? What the fuck is... Uh, anyway, listen, I don't even need to talk about this because you should not be feeling the other way. I, right. I think I'm preaching to the choir. But if it, I was if I was in there, I would not expect you to like stand up for rights in that minute. No I, way. I totally understand. No way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I've said this before, and I'm sure people are getting sick of hearing it, but I'm like, my job, I think, is to have difficult conversations with people I don't agree with. You yeah. know? Just it's okay to get to know somebody a little bit better and get to know where they're coming from a little bit better, even if you completely don't agree or dislike or whatever. To me, that's where you grow. That's where you are, start to understand culture, right. start to understand people or patients. You don't grow by hanging out with people or talking to only people that you 100% agree with on every level. Like, how do you grow from that? Yeah. You don't change. You don't evolve. The best way to evolve, the best way to become smarter is to hang out with idiots no i'm just to <laughs> hang out with people that you're like i don't understand you but let's talk about that yeah and maybe we'll both understand each other better because maybe that person is just like oh wow i never thought about how you don't have to yell in a relationship all the time right i don't know like some people have only been taught a certain thing and so it's like how do we get to know each other and see where you're coming from it takes a lot important. though especially when it comes to like men and lineage and, uh. and also like he it probably is so ingrained in his culture he's probably yeah. seen three generations above him of like this is how it's ingrained and well, i definitely think that from my uh interaction with certain people from specific places i can say maybe that's not the place for me Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know. There's a reason why I don't live in like the deep south of. Yeah. Well, like, and it's it's yeah. why like I I am not really interested in taking Brittany to my hometown because it's not not that I think that she's we're gonna get there and they're gonna be like well here's your burning cross that we brought you at the airport it's right like, I'm just like I think if I could shield uh that situation a little bit why wouldn't I you know yes we don't have to go there so why would we. It's no big deal. Like I wouldn't. I don't have to go to Clan T. You know, <laughs> yeah, out yeah, here yeah, in San yeah. Diego, Santee. I don't have to go hang out in a bar there. Right. So why would I? You but know? then I guess people would say, on some level, we're not doing enough because we're also not using our privilege to uh, go to the south and push back and help stand up for others. Maybe that's true. Um, and there are people that are doing it in an even yeah. in like a safer way. You know, there are people that are kind of doing that i know and, Ugh, and, and maybe I'm, I'm not part of the solution here but my feeling is that i'm part of the uh, neutral i'm not part of the problem or solution. i feel like in a hundred years no one will know who i am okay mm -hmm. all the people that know me now will die and if i don't have kids right mm -hmm. like do you know your great 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 no. grandfather I, uh, what it was his name at great grandparents yeah. for me most people don't know the fuck their own lineage they don't yeah. even know their own family that was alive 150 years ago, right? Um, I feel like all these disgusting people. It's going to die gonna off. Die. And, yeah, they definitely gonna are going to die. die off. Now, am I going to see them all die? No. Am I? Is the world going to be better while I'm here? Maybe a little. We're better than we were 150 years ago. Don't Gen you think? I feel, yeah, I feel like Gen Z is like very, very, very smart and very like. Well, they're also very, very, very dumb, it, too. They're, well, and they're I mean, entitled, but they're. Yeah. I think it's going to be less just random hate. Yeah. Maybe when we finally turn everyone into just AI, like 
That's what it's going to be us that, against robots, yeah, not each other. Now you can yeah. be racist, but it won't hurt anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you're in your own world of like, now I can finally be only with the people that like me. And it's like, yeah, but you're in a fucking computer. So <laughs> so you just go ahead and do that. Just go, just go be dumb. I'm honestly, as soon as uh, mainstream like sex machines are available in your home, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can just like plug in, attach something to your dick or your vagina and yeah. then just watch something that looks absolutely real and you have sensors on your fingers. You could touch people, you know, mm-hmm. done. I would society, order like a vending machine or something. Society, yeah. We're all going to turn into potatoes and not even go like, out. We won't like, even need to go out. The, yeah, like the twice baked potatoes were just for sure. There's going to be a, a, a capsule one day made that's like, oh, this is an In and Out burger. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Fri- well done French fries and an iced tea. That's my order. Uh, and so it's <laughs> a good order. You're going to eat it, and it's going to the the amazing gobstopper, whatever that fucking thing is. It, we're getting there. We're getting there. Do you get your fries extra crispy? It's the only way to do oh, In and Out burger. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, literally, that's I can't. Yeah, I don't know how yeah, people yeah, would yeah, not. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, just with mustard on it <laughs> we're gonna go get it right now um anyway okay we have a camper of the week great. oh new, new york, york is great. great yeah so i just wanted to fill you in on all the new york okay we have a camper oh, of the week wait. question from that guy can, can i say one yeah, more yeah, thing yeah yeah yep here's the one thing that really does bother me yes uh as soon as i got out of the station right before i bought the hot dog what's the first thing i heard what do you think the first thing i heard is gunshots no music but what what was the music? What was the um, there, like Jamaican sp- like do 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 no do, one do, specific do, song song is overplayed in New York so fucking bad. Uh, New York with Alicia Keys and yeah, that's it's such an irritating song. I swear to God, it actually isn't a bad song in my opinion. I think it's irritating. It's on every fucking like pedal cart. It's in every hot dog stand. It's on every fucking outdoor speaker. It's like, and people are still singing it. Really? It's like, it's like, how old is this song? 15 years old? This is uh, this is an unpopular take, but every song Alicia Keys is has done is annoying. <laughs> it's it, it, it does well on the charts because it's even like this girl's on fire. Like, it's too much for me in every single yeah. song. I mean, I don't mind her. I like her. I like her. She's but talented, but I don't like her music. I just can't believe like that we have. It's just like, right. Welcome to New York. Yeah, Here's the one yeah. song you are going to expect. It's like I'm sure it was Frank Sinatra's New York, New York before. Which I would like that better. Right. That's better. Yeah, but now it's definitely this song. And I was just like, please stop. If I heard that, I knew I was in a uh, the, the wrong part of the city. I secretly, when I was there last, I walked past the Friends building because I wanted to see it. And I walked past the Sex in the City, Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. Boy. Oh, my God. And there was a big, like, Ukraine flag in front of the Sex in the City. I'm like, if this isn't 2023, what's happening right now? Where it's like, I don't even know. All right. Okay, we have a camper of the week. Let's Do we have time? About, yeah, we got it. Okay. Roll call. And now it's time for the camper of the week. Okay, let's see. This one is from, I'll do this one. Brooke. Um, have you ever been in taxis with... This guy, it's the guy's wife. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How cr- quickly me. can you help, help me? me? Yeah, yeah. Like one to two days for like. Um, okay, Bo and Merrill, you guys both seem to do a lot of things like art and comedy and podcasting, obviously. So, if you had to pick, which would you say is your favorite creative space to work in? Oh, I love this question. That's a great question. I already. Why did I like? I I like typed out my answer. Wow. Embarrassing. Well, why don't you go first then? Okay. Um, if I had to say, okay, art and I don't do art, but I do comedy and podcasting and writing. Um, honestly, the least favorite thing that I do, the least, the thing that I do that I care about the entire thing, the least is stand up. Like, okay, yeah. you know, we know this. I, I love, love, love doing stand up, and I love that journey for me specifically. Yeah. But I, and this is very like 
uh, this is what doesn't make me like a true stand up in my heart is that I don't really like care about. Right. I, I didn't grow up watching like Rodney Dangerfield or like sure. You know, a lot of comics dream of this. Yeah, I, you always I hear that same story. It. like, why? Well, I was watching uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw, and I knew right then and there that's 0%. what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that really ever inspired me comedy was was like Ellen's book, and then probably a little bit of Ellen's early stand up because I could like mm. relate to that and it was yeah as a stand-up that's the only thing that i liked and and i don't like there's some people like our our good friend or our and past guest i love uh walter ford so much and he is like he he goes to the comedy store just to basically like watch what's new and what and it, it, there is no like inside pull for me to like go yeah. s- even really see shows unless it's one i think of it's the like, I, think, I like i think it's probably like uh like a director of a movie going and like watching other directors work and seeing yeah. what they're doing like oh that's a, that was great you know yeah and to be, a lot of my friends just love the art and they yeah. they love doing open mics but yeah like i love doing stand up but i don't really like stand up as a yeah. so that's my least favorite um for me I really liked doing, uh, I, I wrote down like travel writing for sure is okay. something that I do. And just in general um, is like doing roundups of like, I just did an article. I'm like the best tin fish places are, you know, I, I love experiencing <laughs> stuff that is more like out in the world of different types of variety. Like I love writing yeah. about that. Um, and then honestly, my favorite medium is podcasting because I thought really yeah I love podcasting and I love the community of it yeah and I think like that's my favorite to work in I haven't found that same community but maybe I haven't pushed myself into it hard enough in Mm -hmm. podcasting um I feel like podcasting everyone's happy that you're doing a podcast but they're also so like selfish with like their podcast is the most important thing yeah in the art world, it's a little bit different. I feel like everyone's sort of like rooting each other on a little bit. Like, and there's so many different types of styles. But when, of course, there are different types of styles of podcasts. But I don't know. I just never really connected with that that universe. Yeah. Well. And I think that's because I also like work with my job. Sure, job is podcasting. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. I love it. And I think that's just my favorite where I feel the most. Like, if we don't podcast, I start to get like that itchy. Like, I need my mm. fix. And it's like the most. Whereas if I could go like a month without doing a stand up show sure. and I don't like miss it. Whereas for this is my happiest. Okay. That's right. my answer. Well, I'm going to let you down. Um, that's fine. We no, don't have I'm to match kidding. answers. I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I think I. You love comedy way more than I do. I do. Yeah. I like that moment in my creativity where I come up with an idea and it's it just comes out of nowhere. Just boom. Or I go like, oh, I wonder what it'd be like to design a logo for this place. And then I just throw down some sketches and it turns into something that I like. And then I throw it into Illustrator and I start to really develop it. And at this point, I'm not getting paid for anything. I'm just going. It's just I'm like, just yeah, doing yeah, yeah. It. It's fun and for I, you. I get so excited about it. And then I'm almost heartbroken when at the end, I'm like, I wonder if they even want this. Uh-huh. Like, and then it's like, hey, do you guys need it? Nope. Oh, okay. And I just <laughs> was like, but that moment of creation is so exciting of just going like, ooh, I have an idea. Whether it be a comedy sketch idea, a design idea, a drawing, a painting. It's not really one specific art form Mm -hmm. it's that moment where you go aha and then you go for it you just do it and i think that that's an exciting place to be right now where it's like if i had an idea very quickly i can bring it to fruition and that just comes with time comes with time yeah i'm not sitting around going like gosh i don't even know how i would do that you know it's like so i really loved writing comedy uh with 
uh, at the TV show. Yeah. I loved it because it was like at full control and we're doing wacky things. And so when I see there's that show, I think you should leave on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I like that show. That yeah. show makes me laugh so Yeah, it's really, really deep. funny. Yeah. So deep. I don't think there's anything that makes me laugh harder than the awkwardness and clever, you know, comedy writing of that show. It's just so good. It's so good. Anyway. Some of some of the older like Portlandia scenes and uh, had yeah. that for me. Yeah, where yeah, I was yeah. like, this is so fucking funny and I'm thinking about it forever. And yeah. yeah. Like yeah. just that very. I love when they, I, I remember the one Portlandia that was so ridiculous where they go to the restaurant and they're going to order the chicken. And they. they oh, yes. They actually, where it comes they, from. Yeah, where so, it comes yeah. from. And they actually go to the farm. And yeah. 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 I think that's like very, very. Th- that's like superhuman funny to me. Yeah, where I'm like, like, wow, that's like different. funny. I think the people that I'm closest to, we all have the same cartoon brain. Yeah. Where it's like well, you can go and say something absolutely ridiculous and everyone's just right in line with you. They're all we're all just laughing. Yeah. At it, you know, you don't have to go like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so if i had to choose one out of all of that um i would just say designing really gets me excited that's cool yeah you'll be designing a picture of me podcasting alone my <laughs> one true love and I, just you and an empty microphone on the other uh, side oh you know what i forgot about this too but i loved the i was lucky when i did radio because i had i liked cantori my, my i liked chris as a partner in radio yeah i don't like love the medium of radio but i could easily like that was a good fit for me too like yeah. it was a good fit for my personality exactly like are you just bringing up your other co-host on no, our, on a show just because you want open, me to hurt no, you want me no, to hurt no that's it you're getting look what we are now we're together vindictive you're vindictive i love the way my old husband would yeah uh, you know what actually the more i think about it uh the other co-host i have is zero percent no i'm saying i like the medium of radio i I like like things that are now in the moment other host the other host has a better medium he was large jesus oh okay (laughs) that's Uh, disgusting i'm sorry to his wife who i love so much okay and on that we'll be grinding okay well this is so much fun I'll be here all night, but we'll be designing. <laughs> Everyone's allowed to pick which medium they want. We love you all, and, uh, you know, just go go do your thing. Yeah. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilf, History I'd Like to Fuck. (laughs) In each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has assigned me a subject from history that they want to know more about. And ooh, do I deliver. I dig deep in the annals of history and serve up the most delectable nuggets I can find. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs>